Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 260 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chamberlain. Joining me this evening are Chance and Alex. Chance, how you doing tonight? It's another day in the hay, baby. Day in the hay? What? I just made it up. Okay. As long as I wasn't missing something. It's a turn of phrase now. Listener, I want you to use that on your loved ones. As long as you know that fetch is never going to happen. Yeah, just no, no. We're not, we're not pushing fetch anymore. It's another okay. day in the hay. All right, how's it going? Fetch. It's another day in the hay. No, it's not going to happen, Chamberlain. It's not going it to happen. Go. Just let it go, man. You gotta stop. You gotta stop pushing fetch. I don't even know what you're talking about. What fucking movie was that? Was that that was Mean Girls? Clues. Yeah, Mean Girls. Thank you. Uh, okay, something else I haven't seen. But anyway, Alex, how are you? I'm good. I'm making yeah. Mean Girl references out of nowhere. God, that movie's old. I know you keep saying I'm young, but damn, I'm old. It's old enough. They they made a musical of it. That's how old it is. When was the last time you watched Mean Girls? It's been a long time. It was my sister's favorite movie for a solid six years. (laughs) Yeah, it's been it's been ten years plus for me. Yeah, but it it captured something. It did. And the the writing team that yeah I I, I yeah yeah I don't think um Thirty Rock would have happened without it. No. Wait, so it, we owe it, it that at least. To me, to me, it also just brings to mind for some reason brings to mind bridesmaids. Probably because it's just another Saturday Night Live alum making making good. No, those are two really good Saturday Night Live movies. Hmm. So, uh, Godzilla v Kong. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I I, I really want to. Yeah, me what? too. Really? So I you, haven't seen it yet. No, I was asking you guys if you had seen it. I really want to see it. I so you're going to go out and pay the thirty five bucks for that. 35 to... Uh, no, honestly, I will probably go to a theater because I'm crazy that way. If a friend wants to go have these, I'll think about it. Yeah, that that's the proposition that makes sense to me. Yeah. It is not free on my cable provider as of now. Oh. So I'm not going to watch it. How so, is it reviewing? And, and honestly, uh, it doesn't pretty, matter. Pretty good. Pretty good. Really? Yeah, not bad. I've what heard everything from, from like too much story. The story is so fucking shitty um, to... The story is shitty, but uh, the fights are awesome. I, heard, I liked, like, it was Kyle Chandler's easiest paycheck, which I assume means he's not in it a lot, <laughs> which is probably good for a Godzilla King Kong movie. Um, I watched those. Oh, man, you know what I started watching, though? You guys don't have Amazon Prime, do you? No. No. Okay, well, I started seeing ads for a show called Invincible. Oh, oh yeah. that animated one. I yeah, do want to see that. Yeah, and I the thing is, I I have no knowledge of this comic series, Invincible. Never seen it. Um, just I just saw it pushed a lot, and I'm like, okay, well, whatever. We'll check this out, see what it is. And it starts out very much like um like a droll, dry wit, live action, deadpan. Uh, comedy, very kind of in line with the boys, where where it starts out is two security guards talking about like uh, one of them is talking about how he's trying to connect with his uh, uh, his wife's kid, <laughs> you know, and they're just they're just you know normal guys, and then a superhero fight erupts on the White House lawn, and this is how you meet the Guardians of the World, kind of like the Avengers, and not a part of the not a part of them, but one who often works with them is a super is a Superman like figure, voiced by hang on, we're getting into voice cast now. J.K. Simmons. Oh. J.K. Simmons is the dad of our main character, Invincible. And when Invincible comes of age, he will get his powers. And so they live in a world that is very analogous to the Marvel Universe, but it plays along almost like a a young adult-centric version of uh, a new Marvel series. 
And then at the end of the first episode, which is weird because you're watching this animated thing. It's an hour long per episode. Wow. Okay. It's, it's fucking weird that it's, it's really ambitious in that regard. And then you get to the end and it veers right into the boys. Like it is violent and gross and it does an, an incredible twist where you want to know where the fuck this is going. And you had no idea that the show was going to be this show. Shit. But this show just got way more fucking interesting. So Stephen Yoon or Stephen Yen is Glenn from Walking Dead is the main character. His mom is Sandra Oh. Uh, Walton Goggins is the Fury character who runs the superhero agency. Good. Zachary Quinto is Robot, leader of this team superhero team. I mm. buy him as a robot. Jason Mand- Manzukis, uh, the guy who's like... Uh, Everywhere. Uh, yeah, the guy who's everywhere, screaming a lot. Uh, he is kind of like a, uh, he's an antagonistic team member. Uh, Jillian Jacobs, Britta from Community, is Eve, another team member. Uh, Kevin Michael, principal from Family Guy, is Yay. the Waller twins, an, an antagonist in the first episode. Seth Rogen is Alan the Alien attacking the Earth in episode two. Um, so yeah, three episodes went up last week, and I watched two the first day, the third one the next day, and I'm... Totally in. I'm hyped to see where Invincible is going. Ah, enjoying it. I gotta see it. It's really fucking good. For the record, Godzilla vs. Kong is sitting at 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. Respectable for a Monster Fight movie. Yeah. Yep. If it's still sitting at 30 bucks, then no. I'm not suggesting it's worth $30. But I'm not suggesting a lot of movies are. Yeah, but if you you go with anyone else to the theater to watch that, you're going to pay at least $30. So you are suggesting... That is true. But it's fifteen dollars each at that point. I, you know, but yeah, it's a lot. I really liked King of Monsters though. It was so much fun. Yeah, I liked it too. It was so stupid, but it was fun. Okay, the points where they fought were so much fun. Yeah. I watched some of those Batman cartoons. Oh, you I, bought that collection? Yeah. Well, no, I bought the collection when we were talking about it last week. Oh no. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so Gotham by Gaslight. Oh, that's goth. Yeah, that's like old time. Yep. Yeah. Well, yep. What it is, is Batman's around in, like, ba- Batman's around in, like, uh, Bloodborne times, <laughs> and Jack the Ripper is stalking the streets of London, or is stalking it's, the streets of Gotham. Is Jack the Ripper the Joker? No. Um, oh, thank good. God. Yeah, good, no, good. The, there's, there's, a, there's a very red herring that turns out to be wrong, and that's nice. Um, but what bothered me at first was it starts out with uh, uh, Pamela Ivy uh, doing a striptease for a you know group of hooting males, and then she walks mm. down the back alley and gets butchered by the Ripper. Yeah. And you don't see you don't see you don't see the violence in this. You don't see gore in this at all, like you would in Invincible. But it still it still bothered me that that was the setup where you start with Poison Ivy and then kill her. So in mm. in like the opening of Scream, here's Drew Barrymore, but she dies. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, in that kind of way. <laughs> But I, st- I still didn't feel good about it. But he goes on and, uh, you know, it, it was it was fun. It was okay. What was much more kind of uniformly enjoyable was actually Return of the Cape Crusaders with... Uh, 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 Is that the one original cast, the you could say? Adam West and Burt Yeah, Ward. yeah. Say what, Alex? With the original cast, you might say. Yes. And I forget I forget which Catwoman... Julie Newmar. No, Julie Newmar? Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt. And I think there might be one yeah, more. Yeah, they didn't have Eartha Kitt. But there was a moment where Batman oh, gets yeah, hit so like... hard in the head, he sees all three of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, That's so a great I don't know, gag. Yeah, wow. I don't know if Eartha Kitt is still alive, but Julie no, Newmar... No, we lost her a while back. Okay. Uh, Julie Newmar is, does not quite have the energy needed. Yeah. But it, but remember when I was talking about how Batman v Superman and the, those uh, the, the Snyderverse are live action cartoons? Mm-hmm. 
this is very much of a live action movie that was that was was turned into a cartoon. And it succeeds entirely. It's just one of those stories that happens to go on for 90 minutes and gets crazier and crazier and crazier. <laughs> and I think I might have taken a moment to write down some some hilarious dialogue. Hang on. Please. Uh, no, I didn't. No, but I did for another movie. But um, but but no, it was kind of like it was it was silly and lighthearted and stupid in exactly the way that that TV series from the 60s was. It was just like, let's have an episode of that that goes for 90 minutes. That's what it is. And it succeeds at, at doing that. That. That's all. Yeah. yeah. Really but, but because it's a cartoon, it can go to like crazy Venture Brothers kind of levels with its storytelling that it could never did in the, oh yeah, I was taking screenshots. That's what I was doing. I was taking pictures that I was going to send you guys. Because it was kind of delightful. Let me see if I can find the pictures. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to describe pictures instead of actually sending pictures. <laughs> Fantastic. Going to test how well you can build a picture here it is, in the here listener's it is, here it is. mind here. Oh, that's fine. Close that's your fine. eyes and listen. Okay. As Chance regales you with screenshots from uh, the movie. Ba Batman, uh, Batman and Robin uh, <laughs> wearing their full Batman and Robin kits underneath full um, astronaut gear like with the domed helmets and everything, are sitting inside a rocket ship with a red bat bat phone in the middle of the console between them, and they're rocketing up to, like, a space station to save the world. In the next one, Mayor Batman sits at a desk with his arms crossed, looking very cross, and the plaque in front of him reads Mayor Batman. Mm. In another, Batman or Robin and Catwoman are just standing next to uh, an old VW Beetle with cat ears on top and cat eyes for the headlights. <laughs> I just thought it was a cute picture. In another one, a beatnik Batman with a full goatee and uh, uh, a scarf around his neck and shades and that uh, the chapeau, the French chapeau, the beatnik hat, mm -hmm. is playing a horn. Those are the pictures that I took. That last one's a bit much, <laughs> but it's perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. it was crazy. Like it was, it was a crazy, crazy fun movie. And then I started watching um, the only one from the original series, like the original animation team of the Batman the Animated Series, um, Mask of Phantasm. Oh. And in twenty seconds, it's like, oh my god, this is so much better than anything else. Yes, yeah. like it is so good. It immediately is a much better told story with much better atmosphere, uh, incredible to this art. Day, incredible I music. honestly think Mask of the Phantasm is probably the best Batman movie. It brings in the Joker action. in the last twenty minutes, and it works. And it should yeah. be a disaster, but it works. I, I think it's better than the Nolan Batman's. I think it's. I just think it's. It's timeless. It's just I, Paul Dini needed a better shot at actually writing the movie scripts. Yeah, I should get that yeah. Blu-ray. I don't have a Blu-ray. You don't need to. You can you can buy a digital copy with all these other movies for just fifty dollars. Oh, I gotta find it. I did. I found it once, then I couldn't find it again. Um. So Alex gave me homework last week. I did. Okay, and we do. the well, homework okay. was to watch Shaun of the Dead, which came out in what two thousand three. Yeah, it's nah, it's old. It's old, man. Um, and I did. Um, I, it was my original plan to do my homework on Friday nights, and I, it got put off and put off and put off. And I actually watched it last night, so it's oh, fresh in my mind. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't going to – I mean, I, I take this bit seriously. It's my idea, so I have to follow through on it. Mm -hmm. um, and I watched it. And it's definitely funny in parts. It made me uncomfortable sometimes, which I... is how big of an oaf that guy is. Uh, what's his name? Nick Frost. Yeah, Nick Frost. It's just like – 
nobody's really like that, are they? And then you think of like people that you know that actually are like that, and you're like, oh, that's ooh. yeah. Um, my favorite bits were when he. How like the first day he's walking around and people are acting like zombies, yeah, yeah. and then like the next day people are zombies and it looks pretty much the same. So he doesn't even notice. That's yeah. kind of it's a hallmark. All his movies are gonna do shit like that, and I love it so much. Yeah, so that that was a good bit. So it's like so when the gore finally hit, I was like, oh my god, that guy's getting torn to pieces. <laughs> when he gets torn out of the bar, I was like, that that was impressive. Mm-hmm. Um. It was fun. It was a good time. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was definitely fun. But I, it, it didn't people, bother you that the yeah. zombies were revealed so soon, and so there was no tension about whether or not zombies existed it's, for the rest of this movie? Try, it wasn't trying zombies. to do anything. It wasn't trying to be a horror movie. This was like, this is what's happening, and these are these how these incredibly stupid people are reacting to it, and yet are still going to survive somehow. Well, because he's a Stop pointing the gun at my mom! <laughs> was, yeah. It's not your mom anymore. Um, that guy didn't deserve to get killed as bad as he did. That was awful. No, when he gets pulled out of the bar window. Yeah. He reaches yeah. his stomach. Yeah. 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 And then his girlfriend, yeah. like, his arms and legs come off, and his girlfriend grabs the leg and runs out into the crowd to beat him back with the... She, I'm like, that nah, I wish she well. did more stuff. She's great. There's some yeah. classic moments in that movie. Well, her, his his mom just, like, completely, like, basically going, not going crazy, but, like, completely internalizing everything. Yep. Just, like, not knowing what to do, and then getting bit and not telling, and then... Simon Pegg actually began to cry on cue. I'm like, wow, that's actually pretty effective. It's uh, hmm. now, do we do we want to roll him directly into Hot Fuzz? We oh, do. You give me a, you should, really, you're not going to give me a break from? I feel okay. like I feel All like right. it requires a break. Like, let's do a two it's, movie break it, and then it's, um, okay. It's, it's yeah. Chance's turn. So I mean, well, I, I'm not going to give it a star rating. It was definitely it was a fun movie. Look, I think it's as weak as ever. I think it gets much better from here. And I'm just frankly sick of people saying this is the best one. I don't um, see what they see. No, no, it's the one we saw when we were youngest, so it's the one that right. made the biggest impression. Right. Um, you know, I, you know, I didn't think of one. I honestly didn't. Think no, of one. you know, there's no rush. Shift to the end of the podcast. Um, what about El Orfanato? I have no idea what the fuck that is, so I'm not it's thinking a, that in my pick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, it can't be something that he hasn't seen. You can't be sending me off the deep end to some really weird thing. That, it's not weird. It's just like it's just a Spanish horror movie, ghost story. <sighs> Alex, did you watch anything of this, this last uh, week? Yeah. Um, she got the new season of Solar Opposites. I like it. Oh, so you're talking about season two. Season two, yes. Oh, don't talk about season two to me. I haven't even, like, I'm watching on Disney Plus. We have, like, five episodes total right now. No, that's not yeah. good. Shit, I have no idea. Well, you got a good season to look forward to, I'd say. Yeah, no, no the, it's all. It's the, wall, the wall episode two pays off. It's really good. Really good. The wall episode one was ridiculous. I know. Yeah. You know, I'm going to have to email it to you after, because I hadn't... Well, you know what? No, you, just you think s- about it. Just yeah, okay, well, we'll mull it. We'll mull it. Maybe, maybe, it over, maybe inspiration will strike me over the course there of the podcast. Go. There you go. Um, okay, I will I will say this about Shaun of the Dead. The the, the relationship between Shaun and uh, his girlfriend slash ex-girlfriend slash girlfriend at the end again, mm-hmm. you totally buy that. You totally believe that she's just done with this shit. Yep. And even though he saves her, she's like, this doesn't change anything. <laughs> we're, we're still broken up. It's a good script. It is. And, and I just hope that I'm not like the fat guy, you know, to my friends. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> what it is, is it's a I nice... Have a job. Yeah. It, it's a nice... It's another nice twist on the zombie thing. Just like, just like for me, the Snyder DC movies are better than having every superhero movie match the tone of the Marvelverse. Yeah. Like, I see what you mean there. They're not perfect by a long shot, but boy, I appreciate just having something with a different flavor, you know? 
true. <laughs> um, and and actually, I did I, I did watch another movie worthy of com- worthy of worthy of writing down funny lines. Actually, oh, so um, I was yeah I was, I was just looking for you know what's what's now available to rent. Um, you know, like maybe I can maybe Godzilla v Kong is on there, and what was available to purchase for fourteen dollars was the next thing from the bridesmaids production team, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. What? Barb and what? Star. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, starring Kristen Wiig and a woman who I literally don't know. I'm gonna, so I'm going to Google this. Barb and, Barb and Star, Star go to Vista Del Mar. Go to Vista Del Mar. Vista Del Mar. Uh, oh, three stars bullshit. That's better than that. Barb, <clears throat> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to put the right Minnesota accent on that. Barb and Star. <laughs> uh, don't you know. Annie, Annie Mom- Momolo is Barb, and Annie Momolo, I've seen her in a bunch of shit. Annie but Momolo. Yeah, she, she's, she's always a friend. She's always the friend's mom. Um, Amy's... Oh, she's Amy in Amy's brother. Uh, whatever. Uh, but Kristen I love Wiig. how she spells her last name. C- Kristen Wiig. Yeah, like, how do you pronounce that? Momolo, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kristen Wiig is the lead, and they are a pair of best friends. Who, uh, who, like, one of them is divorced, one of them, they're, they're supposed to die or something. Um, they're, they're really kind of going nowhere. They live alone in a very nice little house. This whole thing is, like, filmed in some kind of pastel colors popo vision. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it kind of looks like a Tim Burton movie, except it's not supposed to be creepy at all. And it isn't creepy. It's just nice and light, like a, like a romance movie from the 50s. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, like, it really, it's, there's something very, very innocent about it. At the same time, oh, their hairdos. I'm looking at screenshots. Their hairdos. Holy cow! Well, they're very much your mom, and they're wearing those high jeans, and it they does, don't. It looks like Edward Scissorhands. It really does. Th- there's something kind of like that to it, but uh, this movie permits itself to go in absolutely crazy directions. For example, one of the one of the initial kind of wrinkles that is introduced is there's this horrible supervillain woman, also played by Kristen Wiig. She's an albino. Mm-hmm. And she has manipulated a beautiful, muscular, you know, mid-40s hunk who really just wants, you know, just wants things to be official with her. And that's all he wants, is just for things to be official. But she's not into that. What she needs is for the country, uh, the, the town of Vista Del Mar to pay for what it did to her all those years ago. And so you're going to take this thing that will unleash <laughs> the killer mosquitoes on the town of Vista Del Mar. Unbeknownst to this, Barb and Star are not having a great time with their talking group. And what their talking group is, is it's a group talking of ladies. Group. It's a group of... Of a certain age, probably. It's a group of ladies of a certain age. They're all very much in that kind of, like, soft-spoken uh, Midwestern housewife thing. But they're, but they're um, run over by Vanessa Bayer. Vanessa Bayer runs the group. And at 7 o'clock, she begins by standing up, going over to the door and locking it and saying... And now Melissa can't get in. And then immediately Melissa arrives from outside and begins hitting the glass. But uh, <laughs> Melissa Vanessa Bayer will not let her in because that's one of the most important rules of talking group. And then one of the ladies wants to share something that happened to her. But that but the rules are we talk about today's subject in talking group. And uh, yeah. so Barb and Star, yeah, exactly. Like we need to get out of this place. So Barb and Star get kicked out of talking group. <laughs> Breaking <laughs> one of the rules, and so they decide. You know what? We're gonna do it. We're gonna. We're gonna just like in that brochure we saw. We're gonna go to Vista Del Mar, and so they're on the plane on their way down to Vista Del Mar, 
And they say, you know what's the type of friend you can always count on? And the other one says what? They go, Trish. Oh, yeah, Trish is someone you can really rely on. Trish always seems to seems to have everything under control. Well, yeah, but she's always willing to help out. Well, you know what Trish is like. Oh, Trish is, Trish is always there for you. And so the plane takes off and it lands 17 hours later. They're still telling the story of this imaginary woman <sighs> named Trish. <laughs> I'm sorry. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> like, for some reason, I found it absolutely hilarious. And there were multiple laugh out loud moments for you, so I'm going to take some time and read some of the um, some of the lines. Are you going to use this the the, the Midwestern accent and make fun of um, my people? No, no, I'm not making. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to match the cadence and affect of these ah. powerful performances. Yeah. Okay, so the supervillain character um, says something final to her uh, to her young hunk, who's obviously going to fall for one of our barb and stars. Um, and then there's this dun 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 moment, and then she turns and looks down at uh, at a mouse string quartet and says, "Strings are still off. The rest can have cheese." And the entire brass section. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? This she has she, mice she, playing. She, she the super villain has a group of mice playing it, and they're I feel not. Like this anywhere should have else. been animated. They're not. No, no, not at all. Because no. it's it because you know this. Uh, Kristen Wiig is playing it serious, just like Will Ferrell would play it serious. She's doing a great job at this, and it goes. Uh, Strings are off. The rest can have cheese. <laughs> like it's wonderful. Okay, so here's another one. They're debating what they should order at the pool. Uh, frog's legs. Oh gosh, I couldn't. Every time I think of frog legs, I think of Kermit riding his bicycle and how he used his legs. He really needed them. Oh gosh, he did. I feel bad now. Okay, I'm gonna do veal stuffed manatee. <laughs> There would be the occasional full musical number. There were only two, but they came out of nowhere, and one of them was the hunky guy singing about how he really just wants to be official. <laughs> the loud singer at the resort is Richard uh. Cheese. Um, <laughs> and, then, uh -uh. and then, and then, when when one of them finally gets with with the hunky guy, and things are going really really well, and it looks like it could be you know official, uh, the line is. You've been pleasuring me a lot lately, and that last position your dong went really deep. I think your dong went all the way up and touched my heart. <laughs> so, Barman Cigar, go to Vista Del Mar, I give four stars. Uh, I, it was out funny. of how many? It, out of five. It was fun and oh. funny. It was a fun and funny show. I had fun with it. Like, when, like there aren't many comedies nowadays. Or if there are, it's like, it's comedy. Rose out comedy. Yeah. No, it's comedy for an age group that I no longer connect with, I guess. And it needs to be that or stand up. So this was this was just fun. It was just a fun light, and and it's very much a movie by moms for moms because mm. when there's the climactic thing at the end, the question is, well, why can't we just talk about our problems and be friends? And that turns out to be the solution. <laughs> like it was, so I kind of loved it. Okay. I kind of loved it. Chance, I think you've been in the house now. Yeah, for I have. A I don't too hey, long. hey, I'm not. I'm not apologizing for enjoying Barman Star with a Vista Del Mar. I you, love Kristen Wiig in almost anything. Yeah, that's correct. Kristen Wiig is a rare fucking talent. Yeah, I'm not saying she's not, but I'm saying that you need to find a way to leave the house. You need I can't leave the house. I left the house today. Okay. I did, I like seeing. Tim Burton style done by anybody but Tim Burton. Okay, well, it's not Tim Burton style. It's just it is that visually kind of dazzling and okay. but that that color but also range. mouse orchestras. Yeah, and it, it, like yeah, the mouse orchestras, killer mosquitoes erupting from a submarine, uh, like abject silliness will occur in this movie, and then it'll just go back to its story. Um, so no, I I liked it. It's lighthearted and fun. When did Tim Burton stop being good? Big or fish. Was he ever good? Big fish. 
Uh, right after Big that. Big Fish was good. I actually have seen mm, Big oh, Fish, no, believe okay. it or not. I've seen that. No, I've seen Big Fish several times, and I didn't mind it. I like a lot of Tim Burton stuff, but most of his recent stuff is not great. The last thing I loved at Tim Burton's was Sweeney Todd. He gave up around um, well, Alice in Wonderland, I think. Okay, but did you see his Planet of the Apes? Oh, Jesus, have I That ever. was awful. Yes. Yeah. I was angry when I left the theater. I, I it was like, terrible. I like the point where Helena Bonham Carter says the humans, he's just so damn ugly. <laughs> God, the makeup was, was great. Was oh, good. yeah, but the movie was just horrendous. Anyway. I, 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 what's his face? Um, Walbert. The orangutan. Oh, was he? Dr. Zayas. No, the slave trader <laughs> was played by Paul, Paul Giamatti. I thought it was actually Zayas, pretty Dr. good. Dr. Zayas. Yeah. Dr. Zayas. Sorry. It's the Simpsons song. Barman I love Star you, Dr. Zayas. I refuse to apologize for that shit. You know what? Yeah, I don't. After, I refuse to apologize after, for the Lord of After someone wrote to me about a video game called Narita Boy, you know what I did? What? I stopped my current playthrough of Zelda, because I'm playing it again. I told you not whoa, whoa, whoa. to buy Narita Boy. Wait, wait, wait. Chance, Chance. Yeah? Your movie should be Bridesmaids. Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't like gross-out comedy. It's stuff. not a, it's well, not a gross-out comedy in any There is the one scene. Um... Yeah, but you don't see anything. No. It doesn't matter. Like, okay. And it's actually I, I, pretty great. I saw I saw um Hangover with my wife. We were both like, What's what is the big deal? It's way less no, gross. No, than no, the, the hangover But we know it wasn't funny. Hangover no, was never funny. No, I agree. Uh, the hangover was largely stupid except for a couple performances that I liked. Like I, I didn't get why the hangover was so fucking popular. Yeah, I didn't either. I think the hangover was popular because that year a bunch of kids decided to decided that the movie was racy or something. Mm. Mm. Yeah, anyway. No, no. Uh, so Bri- you stopped Bride's... playing through Zelda after I told you about Narita Boy. Narita Boy. And so I went out and I purchased Narita Boy for like no, thirty why of my did you dollars. Do that? No, I told because, you not because to. Because the it. presentation in those trailers is wonderful. Yeah, you want to play yeah. that game. Okay, no. Could... And this has got to be an example of my crusty uh, older friend Chamberlain. Nay, and crotchety. His crotchety old man ways seeing something beautiful and refusing to see the beauty no. in it. So I went no. out and I paid 30 of my dollars for mm-hmm. Narita Boy. And? What, so tell us what you thought of Narita Boy. I, I, I think Narita Boy, I, the visuals are, I, I like the visuals. The animation of the character is pretty good. You have all these, I mean, as far as pixel art goes, it's not as good as like Blasphemous, but it's that same kind of detail in places. But everything else about the game is shitty. From the way you move to the way the combat works to how every single quest is just find a key. You just go there. Every like, quest. What, what this game is structurally is you start on the far left and then you walk as far as you can to the right. Now, stop. Start the, walking to the left. Yeah. Now, find the door, go on the door, grab the key, go back. Yeah. Now go as far as you can. Yeah, and just repeat that again and again and again, and you're walking. And then occasionally this shitty combat will happen. Go on. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, at first I'm like, there's no map. Then I realized there doesn't need to be a map. There's mm-hmm. no actual exploration. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it's not a Metroidvania. Optional. No, not at it's all. Just, it is oh. just an action platformer. Like, it's so there's so nothing to this game that... I I think I cleared like a world and a half. I got. Tr- did you get tra- transformed into your animal version and get across the? Ropes? I did. Yeah, yeah. I I actually finished two of the beams because you end up going to the different. Because there's the three colored beams or whatever. Mm-hmm. I did two of them: the yellow and the blue. I, I'm gonna finish the game. I mean, at some point, I'm on the red one now. But yeah, I, I did get to turn into the your your animal version. And what's crazy is the game seems to think 
that these walls of text that immediately starts throwing at you that explain this world like stereo oh, fucking instructions God, are just... are like your reward for getting there. Like no, yeah. like, it's it's bad. No, it's this is this bad. is homework. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. It's it's. And it's like it's like if Disney tried to make Tron but made it serious. Um, didn't they do that already? I no, never no, saw. Not, not, I never saw the second like Tron. It's, I saw the first it's one. like what this is is an incredible, an incredible visual production for a game that doesn't exist. Yeah, there isn't a yeah. game here. No, there's nothing no, there's to play. No. <laughs> you just go there and then go there and then go there and like yeah, there's little puzzles like like that guy down there is dreaming these symbols, so I have to put these symbols into this thing. That's it, as complicated as it gets. That's as complicated. Yeah, it, it, it's. I wish that uh, this this incredible presentation, this awesome world where there's like this giant AI with an old CRT TV for a tel- for a head, is sitting there with her massively pregnant belly, and you're sitting oh, in a yeah. room called the Pregnant Program. Like, yes. what the fuck is this? This is an incredible kind of visual. But then nothing happens, and you never go back there. Yeah, like it's all meaningless. It's just this neat room. And if this had actually been part of a game where that was a meaningful place to go, mm-hmm. wow, it could have been an amazing experience. It's not. It's not. Like, 6 out of 10 is generous for this. I go 3. Yeah, Pres- it's not. Presentation, a, lovely. Yeah, it's, it's not something you should buy or play. It's not good. It's not good. It's not. It's a shame. So I also decided that after finishing Ancient Gods 1, that putting off Ancient Gods mm. 2 too long would be bad. Because I've got the game yeah. in my hands right yeah. now, and I should just continue to do it. Seems and I'm glad nice. I did, because uh, Ancient Gods 2 is shorter, but, and I say this unironically, Ancient Gods 2 is better than Eternal Whoa! as a whole. Ancient Gods 2 is better than Ancient Gods 1. Ancient Gods 2, in my head, is up there with 2016. Oh, because no. it is paced... Don't make me do this. ...perfectly. Um, the problem with Eternal and with, with Ancient Gods 1 is that you have giant, long frankly, sometimes tiresome encounters, right? Yep. Wave after wave of enemies in the same place. Ancient Gods 2 goes, you know what, every once in a while, here is a mancubus and like a bunch of imps, and then you're done and get to move on. You're like, wait, wait, you're waiting for like wave three and four? There's one wave and you're done and get to move on. Great. And that's actually kind of refreshing. You're like, wow. Yes. There are new enemies in this one that actually are interesting. There's one giant, like not quite, see Cyberdemon size, but he's not him. He's got a mace on one hand and he's fully armored okay you can either wear his armor off or if you hit his left arm when he's charging a shot all his armor comes off and you can now attack him the hammer is very very useful because one you you charge the hammer by getting uh, glory kills so now there's a reason to do glory kills besides getting health two glory kills get you a hammer shot the hammer shot if you use it on a group of enemies, knock them away, and they drop ammunition. So ammunition is never a problem anymore. And it extends the stun dura- duration on guys. Mm-hmm. So there's only, I think, two marauders. You find them at the same time. But you stun them, you hit them with a hammer, it extends the stun, you walk up with a super shotgun and pepper them, and you do that two or three times and they're dead. Mm-hmm. So the hammer, it, it allows them to throw more enemies at you at the same time, but it gives you an out. It gives you an escape, a reset almost. You push them away and run. And can kind of reset the encounter with a hammer. It's it's. I I wish the team that made Ancient Gods two. It's well, I will tell you that Zombie Army four is pretty much just Left for Dead. Is that a bad thing? So there's multiplayer. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, Zombie Army One, Two, and Three was were not like that. They actually had decent single player stuff. I tried Zombie Army Four, Army Four, and it's it really it's Left for Dead. Hmm. So if that's what you're in the mood for, cool. No, but um, so yeah, Ancient Gods Two was really good. It had you know a boss fight. You fight the the Dark Lord, and it's a long like multi category multi step fight, and it's got you know I and just in case you ever played, I'm not going to spoil how it ends, but it actually has an ending. Like a real ending, and you're like, okay, we're done with this now. With like doom, like this doom story. Uh, it, it's it's the end of the Slayer story, at least for now. Ooh. Oh, it bookends the Slayer story. Hmm. Okay, so no bullshit cliffhanger. That's a first. No, no bullshit cliffhanger. And okay, I have to I have to do this one spoilers one part of it because it's a wonderful twist, right? Mm. In the in the in Ancient Gods one, you're out there looking for the Father's essence, right? And Doomslayer decides to destroy the Father's essence, basically destroy God's essence and resurrect the devil, because if he kills the devil, then all the demons outside of hell go away. And that's his plan. That's the Slayer's plan, is to re- resurrect the devil, Demon bad, him. kill all demons. Yes. That's his plan. And okay. that's how it goes down. But the, 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 the Father is still around and kind of talks to you. So in the, in the final area, you're about to fight the Dark Lord, fight Satan. And and the devil and the Satan's like you don't really understand who I am or who the Father is. And he, he just says to the air, "Tell him." And the Father admits that the devil is actually the creator. He created everything, including the Father, and the Father usurped him. Mm. So it inverts basically Christianity. <laughs> and I'm like, that's. Cool, it's a good story beat. I like that. Yeah, but... He still kills. I mean, he still kills the father. He still kills the devil because the devil is evil. But the devil was first, okay. and the rebellion was the father deciding to be good. Okay, which is the opposite of the fall of Satan being yeah. cast out of heaven. Yeah, and I just thought it was a cool and, and, and nifty. Like, I mean, there doesn't there's no payoff for that. But I'm like, that's at least somebody well, thought see, about well, a way to make something thing. interesting. That makes infinitely more sense because no one ever said that the devil was infallible. So the, it makes sense that the devil would create, you know, this being that would go on to try to usurp him. It makes yeah. no sense that God would go ahead and create this, you know, army of perfect angels, and one of them would get too big for their britches. Well, <laughs> actually, the explanation for that was that prior, you asked a religious question, get a religious answer. Mm-hmm. Prior to Lucifer's fall, angels had free will. And so they basically could make a choice. That was taken away after the fall, and now only man has free will. Angels no longer can do what they want. That's kind of the religious explanation. Man, I'd be pissed if I was an angel. Well, you don't have a choice. So you, have a choice. you wouldn't you have be. free will anymore. That is how, when, when in, in, in Genesis, when it says that man was created in God's image, that oh is God. the understanding is that man has free will. It makes so much sense that uh, it is the Christian cultures that tend to push slavery then, now that I think of it. Because <laughs> God was the first slaver. He was like, not only are you going to do exactly what I say, but you're going to feel good about it. Yeah, you can't you can't choose any other way. So, um, yeah, no, Ancient Gods 2 was really good. It was Shit. I mean, it's, it's also, unfortunately, the shorter of the two episodes. I wish it was longer. But it's got this wonderful moment ripped off directly from um, Avengers Endgame. Mm. Where, like, a bunch of portals open? Yes. Mm. Like, he arrives at the core of hell, and it's just him. And the Dark Lord is there, and there are thousands of demons. And then, remember in Eternal... Did you get to the point in Eternal when you run across that old guard who's kind of given up? No. 
Oh. Well, you run across an old, like, I don't know what the race is, but it's kind of what the Doomslayer is, and he's kind of given up, and that, and there's actually a whole lot of soldiers that aren't doing anything anymore. At one point, the Slayer lights a beacon to get to do whatever, and you know, the, the father says, well, anybody who sees this will know what you're trying to do. So he arrives in the core of hell, and it's him against tens of thousands, oh, and there's no, on your, no one says on your left, but all these portals open up, and all the good guys start pouring through, and you're like, yeah! <laughs> so, what? so, yeah, so the entire last level, there's this giant battle going on around you. What is it's, that? It's, oh, anyway. What has Alex been playing? Alex finally beat Hades the right way. What is the way the developer it? intended. You mean, like, at, like, max heat? No, okay. just, like, just not using god mode. Where, like, you get, like, a ridiculous amount of, like, damage reduction if you die enough, and I died to about oh, 40%. Oh, I see, I see, okay. Yeah, so like I, I beat Hades, but I never really felt like I beat Hades. No, I would agree with that. And now I have, quote-unquote, beat Hades. Okay. So, a, so using none of the assists. Yeah, without a drop of damage reduction. Okay. Which basically meant I got really good at the Pierce Butterfly. To Like, I could get at least 26% every run. Which I was kind of stuck around uh, 20%. Oh, sorry. Pierce Butterfly? No, I was mixing up the butterfly and the, the feather. Right. No, the butterfly was basically... Damage. Increase. You beat a room with no damage, you get 2% damage. Yeah. What feels good is when you beat, like, the um, the first boss with no damage in the thing. Every time that thing procs at the end of a room, you feel a little fucking bad. You're just like, oh, oh, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Because, like, once you get, like, 23 percent on there, you are just... You're flying. You're good for that yeah. run. Yeah, but then it starts to burn into your other... Uh, then it starts to burn into what what shit they'll give you because you can tell that the system is trying to keep your DPS at a certain threshold. Yeah, but also I've gotten that, and then like the one um, Ares boon where you get like an extra like twenty like fifteen percent on top of that, and you're just ugh. ugh. Uh, my la- my last run, I did I ended up doing three plus damage boosts from Chaos in a single run, just Ooh. like just like plus attack damage, and one of them was like sixty five, one of them was forty five, one of them was yeah, they're 35. really good. And you, if you can find that one. Yeah. And then, you know, I get my normal, like, I think it was, I think it was Athena or something just on my, on my main. It was just a, a little bit of a damage boost, but that plus all this other shit, it was just ridiculous. Sorry. Yeah. And then after that, I want to check into Risk of Rain 2. Haven't seen that for about seven months. They added my favorite character from the first game. They added the, uh, the bandit who can turn invisible and just hide. And there's a point in this game where you're just mobbed to death and turning invisible is really nice but they've kind of changed him to where like, he basically just kind of plays like Ash you've got okay. a coach gun that's constantly reloading you can fire off quick shots four quick shots like as fast as you can pull the trigger but you have to wait a little bit for the four shots to come back or you can keep it like a shot half second shot half second kind of rhythm to it and it's nice he's good You he has like a slow revolver shot that takes about five seconds to reload and and if you hit an enemy with it, every single like uh, damage thing you've added, like electricity or like hand grenades or bombs, will go on that hit. And towards the end of your run, that shot is just oh, it's nice to just like just start a grenade like wherever, whenever you want, every five seconds. After you were talking about Grifflands last week, I decided to actually do some runs. It's a good game. It's and, it holds up. And like it's you, it's good to go back to. I was pissed off that the third character is unlocked. What the fuck is that? I don't know how to get him. Uh, you know what it is. What? Play one day as Rook. Just one day. That's it? Get the end of the oh. first day as Rook, and you unlock Smith. Okay. Yeah, so I, I played some, Yeah, I played some Smith. 
and um, he's he's like the elite character. He's like an elite finesse character. He's not like like there's something very forgiving about Rook and Sal. Uh, <laughs> Sal is very straightforward. Rook uh, Rook can snowball very very well because. He, he's always flipping his coin, and that buffs him every time he does it. He buffs him or does damage. And you get better and better coins as you progress through the week as Rook. Um, this uh, Smith drinks <laughs> as <Yeah>. he fights. <laughs> and these drinks turn into empty bottles, which are ammunition for certain abilities, which I never got to understand. Additionally, every time he takes self-damage... Uh, a stat begins to build, which will heal him for whatever the stat number is at the end of the round, and then that stat gets halved. I never figured out figured out how to make that work to my advantage at all. It was always just I hurt myself, and so that hurts, and then a little bit of it gets healed. That sounds kind of lame. Well, it's not. Well, maybe it is lame, but what it feels like to me is like playing Darkest Dungeon once all the people who played it endlessly through early access had their say and made it harder. <laughs> you know? uh, I don't like that. That's... Those people are so rarely right. Um, yeah, well, they're right for themselves. <laughs> they're, they're maybe not right for the audience at large and certainly not right for me. And so, yeah, like, Smith is like... Smith is, once you've mastered Grifflands, check out Smith. That's and honestly, works. each character's days are so... A, self-contained and different that, like, you can just play Sal forever. Yeah, you can I play think. it again and again, making different choices and just seeing all the different relationships and shit that you can... Yeah. Like, it's crazy. The amount of depth in that game is actually fucking crazy. Sal goes on forever. It's like seven days. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, Smith only has three. Uh, so far, but he's he's not done yet. This oh, is he's Smith, not? This is Smith Early Access. No, like, the game launched. I know, but Smith isn't done. It's all Oh, Okay. Three days of Smith are available now. They're not complete. Okay, so they're going to keep adding to it. Yeah, the first three days of Smith are available. All right, cool. Yeah. It's been a long time since they updated it. Well, Clay does no. so much. Clay Clay time's better than Valve time. I'll give him that. True. <laughs> they do actually push it out fairly regularly for all the games. Mm -hmm. So you started playing Zelda again? I know. I started Ghost of Tsushima, just like I said last week. I started a new run. And it's probably... hard to keep going in that game. No, well... Once you've beaten it, I think. I've tried to go back like three times and it just hasn't worked. No, I was enjoying it, but I was also kind of... This annoys me so much. What? Because what it means is that Nintendo was right and I was kind of wrong, and that pisses me off. In what way? Um, anyway, Nintendo shouldn't be allowed to be right. I agree. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. This is like, yeah, this is just, I don't want you to be right, you smarmy fuck, <laughs> is all it is. Is the gameplay in Breath of the Wild is never do this thing this way. It's always, here's a thing to do. Do it. And, and how you approach that, you can break any of its challenges in any number of ways because that's kind of how they were designed. Um, it might have been designed that you're supposed to, uh, you know, solve this problem in this one way, but if you don't have access to the shit that it expects you to have, there's a bunch of other ways to do that. And as evidenced by this newest playthrough, um, remember when I told, when I said how you level up in Zelda, first of all, the hearts are important. But knowledge of the world is how you level up in this game, yeah. mainly. What to do. Where to find things. Yes. So I've already gotten three of the uh, three of the Divine Beasts, and I haven't done the Fire one, just because I don't feel like going up there yet. Um, I've gotten 
I've gotten all the fairy fountains unlocked already. Hmm. And the final fairy fountain is 10,000 rupees. And it's not like I went out and decided to make a bunch of money. It's just as I truck through the world, solving problems in this region, going to that region, I decide I want to get this tower in this region. Oh, I know that this item is over here. I just happen to amass that much money, just just rolling through the world. Uh, I've never seen a Zelda game <laughs> where 10,000 rupees was necessary. <laughs> but by the time I cashed them in, I had 13,000 rupees. No, Jesus. Yeah, no, like I, I, and I wasn't prepared to blow ten, and then not have any rupees on me because I might need the, I might need that money. Um, uh, I was talking so about so Link how, is cheap, is what you're saying. No, he's not cheap. I, I want he's flush. Link is flush, uh-huh. and uh, and fairies can ask me for ten thousand dollars for with and not say they're going to give me anything in return, and I will give the fairies that ten thousand rupees, no problem. Huh. Um. And so I'm at the point now, I was, I got videos, I never uploaded any of the videos, but I've got videos now of me running around Hyrule Castle with four hearts. Huh. And I'm doing it just because there's gear in Hyrule Castle that you will literally never find anywhere else in the game. And with that gear, I can go beat the shit out of a Lionel. And with the Lionel's gear, I can go beat the shit out of three Lionels. And with the three Lionel's gear, I can beat the shit out of the rest of this game. And on this playthrough, I'm finding new stuff. New stuff to do that I've never seen before. There are regions I've never explored. This game is too fucking big. And I was complaining last week or the week before about how low poly the environments are. Mm-hmm. That is no less true. That is absolutely true. Um, but it also, the size of this game in terms of landmass is staggering. Absolutely staggering. I can't, it is like uh, the size of the world repeatedly hits you, weirdly enough, in, in the scope of like a um, Shadow of the Colossus. Like as you're, yeah, yeah. I've, I've always wondered how I'd feel going back to that huge ass empty world. Beautiful as it is, um, is it just a chore to get through these days? Yes, the gameplay is the same in Shadow of the Colossus Remastered. Mm. Like it still feels like that, and it felt kind of shitty like Ico back in the day. But we made apologies for it because it was so gorgeous. <laughs> but it didn't feel okay. But it ran like crap. It also, yes, it yeah, did. It also ran like crap. But this runs beautifully and is so that low poly world. Even though it's, it does often take you out of it, it's in service to a, a type of scope that Zelda has never even considered before. And to go back to why I wasn't... Yeah, no, that's I already explained why I was enjoying it more than Ghost. So yeah, I'm enjoying the fuck out of Zelda. I found a route now in the northern part where there are six Lynels, basically in a row. Uh, two of them have Savage Lynel spears. Two of them have Savage Lynel bows. Um, four of them have Savage Lynel shields. Two of them have these giant hammers that I'd never even seen before in the game, but is the biggest fucking hammer you can use in the game. And you can hit all of them within like a 15-minute span. And just beat the shit out of Lionels. And it's it's still fun. I'm still enjoying it. It's relaxing. And it's what I need this week. I'm hyped for Breath of the Wild too. It pisses me off. I'm so annoyed to be enjoying a Sony product. I tried... It wasn't Nintendo story. product. Nintendo product, yeah. Yeah. What did I say? You said you Sony, Sony product. Oh, sorry. I'm, no, I'm pissed off to be enjoying a Nintendo product. I tried that new Super Mario Brothers game where there's like a Tanuki suit where you can glide. Which one is that? Is that 3D World? It might be. No. Yeah, I played that one. It's kind of no, isometric. No. No. Fuck. No, no. You're thinking of new... Is the one where like, you become like a kaiju? 
No, that's New that's, Super that's Mario. Bowser that's Fury. that's the most recent re-release. That was right. actually yeah. a Wii U game from. No, I'm thinking of New Super Mario Brothers U. Ah, yeah. Oh, the Wii U re-release. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like a more classic 2D. Yeah. Yeah, and it, that drove me fucking crazy because it plays just like Super Mario Brothers did in 1985. It's like they, yeah. they is that a problem? Up, yes. Oh, Super Mario Brothers 1985 came out with this platformer that you know worked, and it had some weird floaty physics. And Nintendo just decided that's as good as it can get. <laughs> and I disagree. I wasn't having much fun with it. We don't even know that Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be this year. In fact, I doubt I, it. Is. I insist that it's not. Yeah, I, no, I never said that it would be. I'm just hyped for I it. I know, but obviously yeah. you're looking forward to it. I am now. I mean, we don't even know if the new new Switch is going to be this year. The, the rumor is, but that's... Okay, the, there was also a rumor about a new Switch a couple of years ago, and that turned out to be true. With it the keeps Switch coming Lite. back. No, the yeah. Switch Lite did happen. <laughs> that's Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I don't want the Switch Lite. No, this will be a Switch 4K. Good, because I've, I've lost my Switch to the boy. Oh, really? And you know what he, yeah, you know what he plays? Um, Zelda. He plays Zelda. I don't I disagree. saw his inventory. It's full of crazy stuff. Man, you should see, It's nothing but Lionel bows. Probably... These bows hit, these shoot three arrows, and each arrow was 40 damage. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so that means it's time for Wait, What else is Alex playing? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Have I haven't seen? had a lot of time to play. Um, uh, I got a little drama at work. No. No, no. Yeah, no, like, like um, one of the, the best assistant manager we had was going to get a job at another store. Like he was going to run their regional meat department and only good. turned it down at the last second. Cause they needed him to move to DC, which sucks for him. I really wish him the best there, but it just saved all our assets. Cause we were not prepared for his loss. So <sighs> yeah, but if really dodged a bullet there. If he had left, doesn't that make an opening for my buddy Alex? No, I don't want his job. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's really thankless, and I honestly completely understood why he was leaving. Yeah, I don't want that, those jobs either. No. I like, want, I want the we sell so much, but we have empty shelves sometimes, and management is way more upset at empty shelves than good sales. Well, okay. Because empty shelves means you could have sold more. Yep. But, but what they ask for the help we then... have is inhuman and yeah. honestly a little cruel. Well, okay. I won't defend that's the that. Thing. It, it's, the, it's the distance that fucks up expectations. Yeah. And eventually you get to the point, well, how much could a banana be? $20? <laughs> I know. And it's just, it, how do I put this? He works, he's worth about like two and a half employees. That's how hard he works. Yeah, never he regularly takes a lunch break, which it takes you off the clock. We'll come right back and just work through his lunch break. Like more often than not. And it's fucking nuts. I have done you that. Will, that's I don't, illegal. I don't, you I don't can't recommend do that. It. Yeah, no, no, no. People do it. And I know. Employers, this guy will work regularly. Will reward it. And so, yeah, it's it's very unhealthy, obviously. No, and the, the management couldn't care the less of shit about how much free labor they gave. They were about to. And they kissed his feet when he said he wasn't, you know, leaving. But, yeah, no, I had, I've been just pulling some extra shifts for that. Yeah. It's been a long week, and just, mm. I've had a tall ass drink <laughs> when I heard he was dead well okay no. then I guess it is time for headlines yes it is headlines in entertainment news Netflix has made a deal with Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig for two more Knives Out movies yes like 400 million wasn't that it it's 430 
And the movie, the first one cost $40 million to make. Good. Uh, Daniel, going entirely to wages to salaries. <laughs> I, I don't know, but Daniel Craig is going to continue playing uh, the same character, apparently. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. We're just going to get two more Benoit Blanc mysteries. I hope the rest of the supporting cast returns. Um, no, it's going to be completely different every time. It's oh, just really? going to be Benoit. Yep. Well, that'll still be awesome. That makes it an Agatha Christie thing, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for it. Uh, the guy who played the new cat. Have you watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Alex? Yes. Okay, so the guy who's the new Captain America. Yeah, I know. The I know. Guy who was the surfer dude, Lodge Forty Nine, Wyatt Russell. Who is Kurt Russell's son? Yeah. Yeah, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Which now that you say it, it's like, oh my god, how did I? Not Don't you see, see it? it? The hair and the jaw. You can't and the, not yeah. see it now. Mm-mm. But um, he's like a perfect synthesis. Synthesis. <laughs> yeah. So he really is, and uh, so it it immediately makes his his performance to me more. Both more likable and more suspicious, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to see him be an asshole and a villain. I can't wait. And I'm yeah, I'm kind of seeing him go that way. I'm confused. I thought I thought that that Captain America kind of gave the shield to yeah, and then they immediately gave it to another white guy. So, so are you, are you suggesting yeah. that there is some sort of mystery as to why he would have given the shield up and well, how he now old. feels to see this? This other guy brandishing the shield. If only there were a t- television show that investigated those very feelings. I don't need to watch it because eventually you'll tell me. That's right. That's right. So yeah, like but the, you're gonna you're gonna miss out on the next Will Smith having a great time. I don't want to call him the next Will Smith. Well, you know what? He's his own thing. Yeah, he's, no, he's he's charming as fuck, but yes. like he's, I don't know, more consistent. I think than Will Smith. <sighs> No, Will Smith. And, is, Will Smith is perfectly consistent, and that's my problem with Will Smith. He's uh, not, he's he's no longer a person. He's a he's consciously a commodity. And he's he's another Marvel or like um, oh shit, I forgot his name. God damn it. Um, his name is oh, crap. Who Anthony plays Anthony Mackie? Anthony Mackie. Thank you. Okay. He started out in um, I believe it was um. Oh god, the bomb movie! I'm having a terrible night. He was in one um, of the Daniel Craig. He was bombs. in the Hurt Locker. Yeah. Oh, the bomb movie. Sorry, the bomb Did movie. The bomb, <laughs> the that one best movie. picture. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, he was. He just started out dramatic and just became more funny as he went on. Kind of like almost all the leading men in Marvel, which I think it's an interesting hmm. formula. Well, take someone who's a good actor; they can probably nail comedy, but comedy is so much harder. I think. Everyone has a different idea about what yeah, it is versus yeah, drama. Because because good comedy requires a real, genuine performance that is simultaneously aware of being false. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. the only way I can put it. Um, no, he's uh, f- for me. The Anthony Mackie is awesome because of the combination of Falcon and that uh, <laughs> fucking Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Between yeah. those two things, I'm, I'm down for whatever this guy does next. Uh, oh yeah, and Wyatt Russell was in one of those too. He was. Yeah, he was in the the horror video game one. He the, was the lead. The thing about Wyatt Russell is, I feel like okay, he's also in Man in the High Castle. Yeah, apparently, which is about like the Nazis won the war. Mm-hmm. Every time I see him in anything, I'm like, that's the role he was born for. <laughs> yep, is like is playing is playing a Nazi. Hey, wait a minute, he could uh, no. We were we were talking about which blue eyed blonde could take over from um, the cannibal. <laughs> Remember the cannibal the can- who was in the Man from Uncle? 
Yeah. 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 <laughs> he'd be perfect. Well, well, no, I don't. I don't the know. thing is, I don't think he'd be perfect. But he. No, but he wouldn't be. Another, I don't see him as a Russian. No, he he's a he's a tall, blue-eyed blonde. Anyway. Yeah. In entertainment news, Brendan Fraser trended this week, and it was just a bunch of people reminding the world how cool he is. Yeah, I think that might have been because of solar opposites. There's an there's an opening credits gag where like you know he has all his rants. Yeah. And halfway through, like, what was it like? I hate this place. People are stupid. They keep saying they love old people, but they never want to have sex with them. <laughs> I do. I do it all the time. They're so grateful. Well, like he had one where it's like, where it starts with like people are stupid, and it veers off into like, does does everyone love or hate Brendan Fraser? It sucks. He's a good guy. You should give him a chance. No, I love Brendan Fraser. Everyone loves Brendan Fraser. Uh, instead of a sequel to Rock and Roller, Jason Satham and Guy Ritchie's next movie is an action caper called Wrath of Man, which I'll probably enjoy to no end. And yeah, that's pretty good. That's I watched what, the trailer. That's where that's where we're gonna find my pick for the movie. Absolutely. Have you Snatch? seen? I don't know. We're, we're, have you seen Lockstock and Three Two Smoking Barrels? Yes. No. Do it. You're going to. Yeah. Lockstock and Two Smoking. Barrels? You're gonna love wait, wait, it. Lockstock or Rock and Roller? Lock, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Hang on, I'm thinking. Or do you want to do? Man, you know what? No, no, no. We are, yeah, we are going to do. We, we are going to do snatch. We're going to do snatch. Guy Ritchie, snatch, Guy Ritchie, good. snatch. That's where you have like the the pig monologue. Yes. Apparently, um, Brad Smith's Pikey character was entirely because Brad Smith just t- couldn't do an Irish accent for shit and ended up sounding like that. And Great. So they built the entire Pikey aspect around the fact that Brad Pitt can't do an accent. Yeah, and you know what? It works. It works I fantastically. It. I didn't question it. Dags. You like Dags? Yeah, Dags. You like Dags? <laughs> oh, oh do- Dags. Where dogs more. Yeah. yeah, okay. Snatch. So you got it? Yep. That's the movie. All right. Snatch. All right. I feel really good, good about I feel really good about that choice. Yeah. Okay. James Gunn tweeted this week that the King Shark and his Suicide Squad movie was well into production before Ron Funch's animated version came out, explaining the vast difference. Uh, so the Funch's version is a computer whiz. And every time he is requested to be the heavy, like to go in and rough people up, he complains that people don't value him for his other skills. <laughs> and uh, there's one episode where he walks into a tech room and he's on, he's on you know, the comms and he goes... I'm almost to the control room, and can I just say it is so nice to be valued for my skills with a computer? Opens the door in front of these two security guys who go, what the fuck? He immediately bites off both their heads and then sits down and starts working on the computer. <laughs> and so Rod Funches, Rod Funches does the voice. Rod Funches is uh, a very large black dude who says everything like this. Yeah. And everything's mm-hmm. nice in Ron Funches' world. And to hear that voice coming out of this huge shark is fucking awesome. And so in the Suicide Squad trailer, it's still it's still own. Uh yeah, and he ra- and it's like, okay, so everyone hands up and then King Shark yes, goes hand. And it's like, oh, this is a vastly different character. Yeah, he's almost Hulk like in that one. It's kind of More than that, like he seems like just dumb. dumb. And yeah. I I've, I've never seen a King Shark that wasn't that was dumb. Um I don't know King Shark beyond the animated Harley Quinn version, frankly. I know that he, I believe he gets involved with Aquaman at some points. Because, you know, you're on opposite sides. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, in Overwatch news, it's April's 1st, and a new experimental patch is up, which is kind of fucking awesome, and I want to check it out. So I'm going to read this shit. Uh, Anna, nano-boosting an ally, will now also boost the Anna. <laughs> 
So wait, are these April first patch notes uh, not real? What we're going with this? No, no. What this is is this is as of April first. This is now live on the experimental mode. So if you okay. log into the experimental server, you'll play with with these rules. Okay. So the so you can go play matches with where everyone's abiding by these rules, and here are the rules. Anna's nano boost will now boost her as well. <laughs> so she ults twice. She ults mm-hmm. herself. Uh, Ash's coach gun, uh, dev comment, point blank coach gun to the face now matches expectations more cl- more closely. Projectile damage increased from six to nine, so double mm-hmm. or plus fifty percent can now crit spread reduced by fifty percent and no longer knocks an enemy back. Um, Baptiste can heal more, except his immortality field no longer uh, immortalizes anyone; it just reduces damage by fifty by fifty percent. Um, Bastion in configuration recon weapon spread removed. <laughs> so he fires at a pinprick now. <laughs> uh, Bridget uh, hitting an enemy with whipshot now res- resets the cooldown of shield bash, uh, so she could reset the cooldown on her stun. Uh, Diva's call mech. Uh, dev comment: The enemy team will often disrespectfully ignore pilot Diva. It will now be more difficult to survive a mech being dropped on top of you. So when little pilot Diva calls in her mech. It will now deal 600 damage to enemies on impact. Uh, Doomfist can now rocket punch upward. Duplicate now lasts 30 seconds long for Echo. Uh, Genji's deflect resets its cooldown every time he eliminates a target. Hmm. Hanzo's storm arrows will now ricochet off the environment. Uh, Dev comment. Just scatter them around wherever you like and then claim that you totally lined one that up if it eliminates someone. (laughs) Uh, Junkrat can now have three traps active at the same time. Cooldown reduced. Uh, Amp It Up now increases the strength of Lucio's Soundwave knockback. Uh, Peacekeeper for McCree. Headshots now refund, refund the ammo. Uh, Deadeye is no longer Jeez. limited. Wait a minute. Yeah. Headshot, ding, headshot, headshot, ding, headshot. ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah. And I've landed shots like that, so that could be incredible. Uh, Deadeye is no longer limited to one tumbleweed. Uh, May. Dev comment. An ice wall is literally a physical barrier, but May can also do a lot of damage. Can't you see this endless conflict is tearing us apart? General, <laughs> reassigned to the tank role. Character, <laughs> character size increased by 50, 15%. Health increased from 250 to 400. Woo. Mercy, Guardian Angel can now target enemies. Dev comment, now would be a poor time to underestimate, underestimate the surprising amount of damage Mercy's Caduceus Blaster can do. There is no escape. I am sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moira, the biotic... Orb's cooldown is reduced every time she heals an ally for 100 health. Uh, Orissa can run forward at increased uh, 40% increased movement speed. Uh, Barrage, Farrah can now move while ulting. Uh, Wraithform, uh, Reaper will fly <laughs> when he wraiths now. Uh, charge, Reinhardt can now steer around corners, basically. It has 200% more steering. Uh, chain Hook's cooldown reduced by 50% after hitting an enemy for Roadhog. Sigma has completely lost his kinetic barrier, but he can now fly 100% of the time. Uh, Soldier 76, his sprint now generates ammo per second. Attack Visor now does headshots. Sombra, dev comment redacted, general, stealth changes. No idea what any oh, of those so you have no idea, yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Symmetra, photon projector range increase from 12 to 16 meters. Torbjorn, Forge Hammer. So when he switches to his hammer, that can repair his turret and also does 35 damage per hit. Damage increased by 200% while Overload is active. <laughs> Killing blows increase the duration of Overload by 2 seconds. Uh, Tracer. When Tracer recalls, uh, restores all her charges of Blink. Um, her uh, Widowmaker shots now pierce enemies. Uh, I didn't read the rest. 
God, it just goes on. Uh, Zenyatta can now levitate by holding uh, jump. So yeah, they just went crazy. Uh, so that kind of, that's kind of awesome. And googly eyes are back. <clears throat> the one other April 1st bit I saw, since it is April 1st. Okay. What? Kotaku. Oh, yeah. What? Picked up on a tweet that said that Halo Infinite has been delayed until 2022. Yeah. <laughs> Looked like a legit tweet, but from an unofficial account. Mm-hmm. Not from 3 4th Industries, but they ran it as a news story. <laughs> So they bit on the April Fool's joke yeah, without but doing a- without doing any due diligence, just ran with the story. I had I, I found that like six minutes after it posted though, and they had already corrected it. Like they corrected oh. it almost immediately. Darn it! That's why I didn't. Still that's funny, why I didn't handle. I know it is. It's, I know, it's, it's, it's nice funny. to see the big dogs fuck up. Yeah, they're just like us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the April PlayStation Plus games are Oddworld Soulstorm for PS5. Hey, there's no other way I would have possibly played that. And mm-hmm. and Days Gone. Oh, there's my zombie fix right there. Days Gone and Zombie Arm, Army 4 did war for PS4. I have been wanting to slay zombies lately. But I really feel like I want something more comical, like a... Um, what's that one from Capcom? Capcom? Dead Rising? Yeah, I wanted to, I think I'm... But you, I, we can never get the new gen one. And when I say new gen, I just mean last gen. The, the one, one that was kind of uh, Walking Dead-ish? Yeah, for, uh, for Xbox. That one never mm. came to the PlayStation console, so I nope. can't get it. Exclusive, yeah. CG Pro- CD Projekt have said that Cyberpunk's online component will no longer be standalone and will, quote, enhance the single-player game. Uh, <laughs> that, Ooh, fucking cares. From what I've heard, that single-player game could stand for some enhancements. Yeah, it could. Yeah, it really could. And as I try not to smoke this week, it does occur to me that I should probably be playing Cyberpunk because it worked last time. Oh. Uh, CD Projekt also said this week that the new strategy for the studio is to work on, quote, multiple AAA games and expansions in parallel. Oh, co- yeah, because they did so well with one that Ooh. they're going to do multiple. There is a cancer at the heart of that board of directors, yeah. and I want it ripped out. Well, well, whatever they were doing wasn't working. Maybe this will. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, great. Spread yourself even thinner. Great job. In the headlines last week, I had Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne is now available on all platforms. I don't know if we corrected that, but that was wrong. <laughs> yeah, we corrected that it was a pre-order coming okay. out. We didn't say what platforms it was. It is. Oh, it's coming to every console except Xbox. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's coming May 25th. And PC. Uh, Ratchet and Clank 2016 got a 60 FPS patch the other day. Okay, cool. Yeah, like three days after I picked it up again. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> don't need to. Uh, yeah, but now it's... Uh, the thing is, it's probably still installed. Maybe I should go check. Maybe yeah, now it's updated. magical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vancrupt Games have con- now again. I don't know these people, but their next title will launch for PlayStation's next VR headset instead of other established VRs. So the the VR two is coming. It's going to be quite have to be quite a some heck of a killer app for me to even consider that one. I'll I, the price and the resolution will be a question for me. Yeah. yeah. Apparently they put Doom Three out on PSVR. No, it's supposed no, to be good. No, 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 no. The movement is still shitty. It's always like like press here to teleport over there. Fuck do that. you have a Do you have flash on your guns? Hopefully, there's a mod for that. The duct tape mod. No, I mean, if they're gonna re-release it, Doom. No, this isn't Doom Three. This is Doom. Is it a Doom Three VR? It's. I thought it's yeah. Doom Three VR. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there might be, but I know there's a Doom 2016 VR. Hmm. Yeah, that's for, I remember that. Yeah, and that one is the, definitely the teleporting one. Um, Activision Blizzard has hired former Trump admin member Brian Bulateo. Bul- Super gross, dude, if you look into what that guy did in the Trump admin. Oh, my God. And Anyone who touches Pompeo does not deserve to have a job ever again. Yeah, so so really uh, really in keeping with the evil company there, Activision Blizzard. 
What pretty fuck could that be? Just a moment. Well, the Trump people have to get jobs somewhere because they can't do in politics anymore. Right, but could it be like, I don't know, like grocery store management? <laughs> uh, garbage man. Uh, I mean, they have a great union. Sony confirmed this week that the PSN digital stores for PS3, Vita, and PSP will all close down this year. Uh, you'll always be able to download your games, just can't buy new ones ever. Oh, okay. I thought they were shutting that down, too. No. Doesn't matter. You can't buy a lot of those old games. You know, they were the, those are the only way to get a lot of old PS1 games. Mm-hmm. And now you can't. Because the PSP store. Mm-hmm. Uh, rumor has it E3 is considering having some of its content behind a paywall. I thought that cleared up that they came out and said it's going to be free. Yeah, but... but you, They were considering you know, it, but I think yeah, some of the, the big a, vendors were like, ah, uh, no. And not only that, but E3 doesn't happen unless the big three show up. Yeah. You know, yeah. so... It's not really up to you anymore, E3. Uh, Microsoft signed a 21 billion U.S. contract with the U.S. Army to deliver them custom new-gen HoloLenses. So that that plan has finally come to fruition. That's kind of selling your soul if they had one a little bit. Uh, I don't think they do. Um, but Alex has been saying for years that mm-hmm. Microsoft hates its Xbox division. Kind of, yeah. And interesting oh. that they introduced this thing that really had questionable commercial applications. And no one True. was really sure what the fuck they were going to do with it. And they never really did any of that with it. They just used the... Oh, fuck. That is a cool ringtone, though, right? Hang yeah. On. What is it? Uh, that is uh, Halfway to Nowhere by Cello. C-H-E-L-O-U. Check that video out. It's crazy. But yeah, they sure managed to spend a lot of money uh, and get nothing. Sorry, we'll, sorry, call... sorry. well, it's not that they're getting nothing. It's that... Well, nothing yet, maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, once the military is involved, they're going to actually force Microsoft to produce something if they already paid them for this. That's good, question mark? Um, yeah, the space program got us all sorts of cool things. So that maybe, is true. Maybe having to build a HoloLens for the military will make it come out, you know, yeah, pressurized fountain pens. I'd be happier if it was twenty more, $21 billion to provide HoloLens to NASA. That would be nice. Yeah, that'd be better yeah. than us anyway. Uh Rumor has it Remedy are working on Alan Wake 2. Yeah, they shoehorned some of that into the DLC for Control. Yeah, but they have the, uh, they own the Alan Wake 2 property now, don't they? Didn't they buy it okay. back from Microsoft? I, I think, think so. I think they did. Um, I kind of want to Google that to make sure. Maybe, maybe this time don't spend money on like, Remedy. Alan David Bowie songs, maybe put a little more of that back into the game. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> no, what was that song that was in the DLC? Um... God. I know they use space oddity. Yes, that's yes. what I'm thinking yes. of. Of course it was. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. And no, like they that, they've used some music to really good effect. Good effect, but like it's so much money. It's like two million dollars just for that song. July second, twenty nineteen, Remedy regains publishing rights for Alan Wake IP. Yeah. I wonder how much Konami paid for uh Man Who Sold the World if it's that expensive. And no one ever uses it, and I've always felt that that's a that's a clue. Um but if, if Remedy take the lessons, uh, the design lessons of um, Control and apply them to the world of Alan Wake and have Alan Wake running around an open world haunted town. Could be good. That could be fucking yeah. awesome. I did love Control a lot. What I'd like is for them to reintroduce bullet time into their games. I fucking miss it. You guys did Max Payne. Let's fucking do it again, please. Do you remember the first time you did a dive in Max Payne? Yes, it felt and so cool. And you see a bullet go past you. And, and, then, like, and then you see the bullet impact the wall and it like it blows out the yes. wall. And like why the fuck there isn't a version of Max Payne 3 upgraded for the for PS4s pisses me off so much. Oh. 
Max Payne 2 was so good, but so short. I'm going to see if I can buy Max Payne 3 for PS4. Max Payne 3 was almost too long. I love Max Payne 3. It's good. I'm glad I played it. It is very long. You're right. And there are a lot of cutscenes for for PS4. And most of them he was drunk. (laughs) (laughs) And high. Yeah. There's the original Max Payne on the PlayStation Store. Which is the, the, was the first one or the second one had those like black rooms where you had to follow a trail of blood and you would fall off? Yeah, that was the, first, the first one. one. That was the first okay. one. Okay, that was a bad idea. Yeah, that was but... bullshit. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Doom, Doom 2, and Doom 3 are coming to a uh, physical collection for Switch and PS4. Hmm. They'll actually run on the Switch. Yeah, and I, I'm sure I've considered it in the past, but I think I'm kind of... I, I often think about getting Doom for the PS4 just to have it on the big screen. I'm poking my way through the, the most recent release, re-release of the original Doom. It was on Game Pass. Okay. And it still works. I mean, they actually did some stuff to it. It's running widescreen. Oh, neat. First of all. I like yeah. that. I much prefer that than the bars. Yeah, it's running widescreen. They actually put a really good kind of surround sound mix on it. Um, but it's still Doom, and I forgot that it doesn't auto-save, and, lo- auto-save and I lost like two oh, levels of progress shit. last night. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what always freaks me out with Doom when you start replaying Doom is your shotgun is down here. There is no vertical access to aim on, ever. No, there's not. Yeah, you just... You'll just hit them, <laughs> no matter well, what. Well, I mean, one thing it added is that if in order to help with that, because we're just not used to thinking that way, your aiming reticle actually turns red when it's when you're going to hit something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so it lets you know. But I wonder <laughs> if it's still enjoyable to us just because we were so young when we first sat down, and, and just like Mario, you know, we were so young when we first saw, sat down and did this shit that it's still somehow enjoyable. I think if you sat a modern gamer in front of Doom and they hadn't played it before, they'd be like, fuck this noise. Yeah, it would be, yeah. Yeah. You'd be old. Sorry, Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Your game is nothing. Uh, <laughs> the next thing from Drinkbox, Drinkbox, the Canadian dev that made Guacamelee and Severed, is Nobody Saves the World, a job-based action RPG coming to Xbox and Game Pass. None of the Yay. headlines I read use the term roguelike for that. Oh, good. I might, actually, I might actually be able to enjoy it then. Yeah. Did you watch the trailer? No, I did not. I should. Presentation is kind of nice, but it's not what I expected or wanted from them. Which I guess is true to form for them. That's what they do. <laughs> Guac- Guacamelee 2 aside, they've never done what the fans wanted. Uh, rumor has it the next Battlefield game will be modern warfare. Large warfare, large-scale co- close-quarters battles from 16 to 20, 120 players. Battle Royale free-to-play in 2022. Quote, next-level destruction. Quote, stunning visuals coming fall 2021 in the Frostbite engine. So it'll be buggy as shit. Frostbite. It is literally killing that company in a horrible metaphor. <laughs> How is it killing the company? Because it's really so hard to engineer for. The last two games they've made suck. That is true. But like, I, I, I thought I read somewhere that they had to like do um, what was it? What was it? Uh, the Iron Man game that they had Anthem. They had to like rework Anthem like from the ground up twice. Cause it was just so hard to code for. Well, isn't the uh, okay? It used to be Dice. Um, Dice was a studio that made its own engine for the Battlefield games. That studio was eventually acquired by Electronic Arts. Electronic Arts then took that studio and split it, so now there is a DICE developing studio and DICE engine studio, I think. I think that's what happened. And so you no longer have the people who need the tool making the tool. You now have these people saying, here's a tool, and they're like, what am I supposed to do with this? They're like, here's the manual. (laughs) Figure it out. So, you'll be right, Alex. 
Well, there have to be other options besides Unreal. Because <laughs> does know. anybody use ID's engine anymore? I don't think so. No. Except for except for Doom. I mean, it used to be like the Doom engine or the Quake engine was a thing, mm-hmm. and now it really isn't. It just. And the question then is, why not? I mean, say what you want about Doom Eternal. It runs like 60 frames it per second. It runs so everything. Well. It looks so good, too. Yeah, so I much mean, sharp detail. Why can't other people use that? Everything's unreal. Well, within Bethesda, though, well, I think I, I think other studios within Bethesda will use those. That's true. I think Machine Games used it for uh-huh. um, Wolfenstein. Hmm, just like what within... was What was Fallout 4? Do we know? Um, Fallout 4 is just the, is just the, uh, the fucking Bethesda open world engine mm-hmm. to keep on, you know, tacking shit onto. <laughs> Giant mess of code under the cover that no one understands. The save file just keeps getting bigger. It's fine. <laughs> Nin- it crashes PlayStation 4. It's fine. Nintendo invented a thing to fix this. I don't want to hear what Nintendo did. <laughs> it's called a blood moon. <laughs> Well, I mean, or you could just, you know, for for a, like an Elder Scrolls game, you could just build into the game world that people actually clean their houses once a week. So if you leave a plate on their floor, they're going to pick it up eventually. Oh, I geez. mean, that sounds kind of natural. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, they pick their shit up when you knock it down. What's so weird about well, that? Well, it's like someone on the forums in 1997 complained that, uh, you know, the plate should stay there. And that became part of their design philosophy for the next 20 years. The plate should mm-hmm. stay there. No matter the size of the save file. <laughs> Nintendo's the one who doesn't get it. <laughs> People are collecting melons. We want them to keep their melons wherever they put them. The thing Come is, on. if I was making a house in... And if I was that serious about Skyrim, I would want the melon to stay where I put it. This is my melon garden. Was it Skyrim or Oblivion that I stole a house? I don't remember. You, but I managed to steal a house. So, like, By, it became I, your I, house? I, well, no, but I killed the owner, mm-hmm. and, and no one ever respawned, so I actually just kept my stuff there. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I think and it was and that actually. couldn't happen under like a Blood Moon scenario. You need your giant shitty save file to do that. Yeah, in order for that kind of nonsense. Yeah. So, in mm. order for the player to best express themselves, you need a giant maybe shitty they're files. right. And as a middle-aged white man, you know how that pains me to say. That they're right? That anyone else is right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's right. No, I didn't think of that. I know, it can't be right. I know better. Yeah. I know better than Bethesda. All right, so Snatch. Snatch. That is my assignment. I also plan on bullying through the last hour or so of um, Narita Boy. God, no. And then I'm going to play Outriders because it's on Game Pass and I already downloaded it. Oh so man, not? people are mad at it on PC. It does not run well, apparently. Suppose there's a crap on the old consoles, but runs decent on the next ones. Is it free to play mm-hmm. or is it Game Pass? Game Pass. Right, okay. So not free to play, but I mean, I yeah. downloaded it this morning, so. I'll mess with it. If it's half as charming as Bulletstorm was, I'll probably enjoy it. Game Pass is so goddamn valuable that it's got me thinking about a fucking uh, Series X. Game Pass I think that's the idea. Is, yeah, no, that's the whole point. Just get me Game Pass. I mean, Microsoft, get me Game Pass on my PS5. I'll be happy. I'll be. I'll you be can thrilled. get Game Pass on PC, and most of the, you have a PC that can run all of these games. You can get Game Pass on PC. I don't want to play them on my PC. That's true. So 
You also couldn't buy a Series X now if you knew, even if you wanted to because they're still impossible to find, just like the PlayStation 5. Actually, yeah. play, play, PlayStation <laughs> finds like I, I've been seeing. I, I don't know. I've just been seeing a lot of reports lately. People getting them, getting their orders in. Not in stores though. It's all still online. Yeah. Well, you know, there's still the fucking yeah. pandemic. Well, I suppose that's true. My new, uh, my black clamshells should ship soon, hopefully. I pre-ordered those. They build me for them, so I should be able to have a nice, sleek, dark PlayStation 5. You seriously, you're getting the... You're, yeah, you're getting I bought them. Custom- I wasn't joking Holy when we talked shit. about it like a month ago. Yes. Wow. It bothers me that my consoles are so incongruent. In- 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 they look so incongruent. They just, ugh, I don't like it. See, to me... I put a case on my Dreamcast. Made it black. To me, the the PlayStation Five is doing a thing. It's it'd be like declawing a cat. There's something cruel in it for me. I unless there were unless there were like something cool on the fin, like like this is a game I really enjoy. Like, yeah, or here's art from The Last of Us. That's something. But to just render it black feels like no. You're going to go back in the house and put on some pants. Take off that dress. <laughs> you know that's how it feels a little bit. You're going out of the house wearing. That. Which 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 reminds me now. So now that we're now that we've reached the end, it's time to get into an uncomfortable subject. I think like Trans Day of Visibility or Trans Visibility Day was this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, was yeah, yeah, I saw it on Twitter because I follow Laura Kate. Day well, she, as well as a really fun law in Arkansas. Oh God, no! I'm not. Oh I'm yeah, not, you I'm can't get like. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's yeah. it's horrible. It's fucking horrible. Yep. But no, what I was thinking was I was thinking about the idea of gender reveal parties. So yeah, <laughs> and how many forest fires they've started? Well, okay, lots actually. It's yeah. more than you'd think. I, now, gender reveal was not a thing when I was growing up. No, do you remember this at all, Alex? No, you, it's you what was gender reveal parties? Yeah, how long has like, that been a it fucking was thing? Not Only long. a couple of years. It's not social long. media driven, TikTok yep. driven. So, to me, I was wondering the other day if the whole gender reveal thing was actually in some way a manufactured response, kind of like a fear response, uh, to the rise of trans people in no. in kind of the, the consciousness. No, no. Because there's something it's, inherently anti-trans about that. It, it's, I think it's more of just the middle class, you know, grasping for attention that, you know, they want... They want to feel popular like their kids are on TikTok. So you're saying that the gender reveal bullshit would not exist without social media? Yes, absolutely. It is. I'm saying it's 100% driven by likes. That does make sense. I buy that. Alex, what do you say? I I say it was more like just a plea for attention. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be just a thing in the family. Like, like what my sister did was she got like a cake. Like she got the results from the lab and the lab sent it to the bakery and she got a cake. And she just we everyone in the family got an invite to like the cake cutting and like oh look it's a boy, and that was kind of nice. Didn't tell anybody. Yeah. What color was the frosting on the cake? Oh, the cake is white on the outside, but like the cake itself is blue. So right away, it. it's a racist cake. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just we we found yes, out. Yes, the McCracken line remains pure. So. Oh god. We found out with the first one. We just we didn't actually find out with the boy. He was a surprise. We had no idea. That's neat. Yeah. So, but you yeah, like, yeah, it's a guy. No, we found out with a girl. Nah. My parents did that for me, actually. But my mother was convinced that I was going to be a girl, so I was, nah. I was going to be Catherine. They were sure, but then I came out. They're like, "What? What was the name going to be for?" Oh, okay, David, I guess. Oh wait, no, it's the other way. I was it the other way around. I don't remember. One of them we didn't find out. Oh my god. I don't remember. It was whichever one we loved the most. 
that would be yes say it on the air traps for me (laughs) i will not put that out there even though it's probably an obvious answer uh no (laughs) i tried replaying arkham asylum what stopped you um the game the first one the gameplay of arkham asylum yeah oh no yeah no i went out and i paid 30 bucks for the ps4 remasters of asylum and city um, and I, was it the combat just didn't feel good anymore? No. Yeah, City's just a vastly better game. Yes, yeah, I, I think I should have just skipped to City, but I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of go back into the story, and I remember that as you opened up Arkham Asylum, it became a much better game. It's mm-hmm. fucking impossible to play in the beginning. Mm-hmm. No, just it's really very boring. linear. Very linear it's in the really beginning. really boring. Here, yeah, here's a bunch of yeah. tutorials, and we're going to take a long time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so after kind of, and again, what I had been playing prior to that, was the free form, go whatever you want, do whatever you want, here's a problem, solve it however you want, of Zelda. And so I'm getting into this game, and it's like, you're going to take this guy out by stealth. <laughs> and yeah, yeah and I, I just didn't feel down with you're it. You're going to go up on that gargoyle in the corner, you're going to hide for a while. Exactly. And, and it was really, again, really disappointing to me that I bought all these Batman cartoons. It's time to go on a little Batman bender. But I try to play the, you know, I, not the latest, hottest Batman game, but already now. Like, maybe eight years removed from the launch of that game. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. 2011. The design is now too old to make it enjoyable. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, it's a changing medium. It's fine. But the point is, you could buy the game if you wanted to. It was available. And I did. That's important. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. Snatch. Yep. Snatch. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get an eight bit um, Metroidvania. People are talking about. What made, Which was what that? Eight bit Metroidvania is that? It's called Wonder Labyrinth. Wonder Labyrinth. Its its title is a almost like a two sentences. It's a war crime in and of itself, but it does look like a solid like riff on uh, Symphony of the Night. And Wonder I do Labyrinth. Do want to play it? Yeah, just Google it. It's out. It's been in early access for a minute. It looks legit. I'm going to give it a shot. Hmm. 20 bucks. Record of Lotus War D-Lit in Wonder Labyrinth. God, fuck that title. Is that the title? That's the title. Okay, because I was... Oh, it's Record of Lotus War. It's, it's, that's a, that's an anime. Is it? Yeah. Oh my God, Alex. You have arrived. You're playing an anime game. Yeah, I don't care. I need a Metroidvania in my life. I'm starved. So, so, question, which is, uh, which is your favorite waifu? Oh, I don't give a shit. I just want to play the Castlevania game. Wow, that, that, that is actually kind of nice looking. Yeah, right? Look at it. That's some, that's some nice pixel art. Hang on, hang mm-hmm. on, hang on. Let me, let, me, let me see this in motion. Let me, let me click on a trailer it's, before it's, I see Yeah, no, the trailer only, looks good. Right? It's, it's Steam? Steam only, I'm guessing? Uh, yes. 20 bucks. That looks really cool. Yeah. Deedlet in Wonder Labyrinth. Okay. So God, fuck this title. <laughs> It's an anime game. Oh, it's awful. Uh, coming to click. I see rumors of a Switch release. Coming to Steam Early Access March 13th. So it just came out in Switch Early Access. Yup. I, I will at least looks, play for an hour. It looks, honestly, it looks pretty good. Yeah. The Team Cherry hasn't tweeted in like three months and I'm starting to freak out a bit, so I need this. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm. Right. I'm not worried about. Uh, I mean, it'll, I'm it'll, not it'll either. Come when it's ready. It looked like it was ready two years ago, though. What the fuck? Oh, they just showed a little bit. Yeah, it was a good little bit. Just a little, just a little bit. It's a good bit. I'm gonna go cook me a steak. I'm gonna go 
Don't you watch dare a movie with a friend that may or may not be Kong. We'll see what yeah, I feel like. Don't you dare overcook that steak. Okay. If it doesn't bleed. No, sear it on both sides, put a rub in it, and bake it. I have... Ooh, there. That's a better idea. He asked yeah. me, and I couldn't... I, I, offer, I had no good advice for him okay. on how to cook Okay, well, then, then, Alex, let me break it down for you. Mm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of pitfalls we could fall into here, because mm-hmm. I have a lot of experience with doing burgers in the oven. I have done I have done steaks on the grill in my like years ago, like ten years ago plus. I have never done a steak on a stovetop oven, which is what I'm going to do with this thing. Nice. Last last night I hit it with salt and pepper both sides, put it in the fridge. Okay. It is uh, sixteen ounces or no twelve ounces. Pardon me, about an inch thick. Um, for the last couple hours, it has been just warming up to room temperature in the microwave. Okay. So right now it should be perfectly room temperature. My plan, Alex, hmm. is to take some little, um, some little like red potatoes, about the size of your thumb, split those down okay. the middle, oil, salt, pepper, little, uh, herbs on them, put those in the oven to roast. On a pan on the stovetop, I'm going to get a cast iron pan, heat it up really hot, a little bit of, you know, seasoning. And then I'm just going to slap the uh, slap the meat on it and let it go for about two minutes each side to get a good crust, and then just take it off the heat, and that's it. That's my plan. That's all I got to do, man. Really? That's a good plan. Yeah, I like it. Because this is my first steak ever in this method. I've never done this before. I'm so worried. I mean, it's worth a shot. It is worth. You know, it was only like yeah, as long as you use a meat thermometer and stay safe, it should be fine. I do have meat. Tomorrow. It's really hard to fuck up a steak. Well, like, you can overcook it, like, and then yeah, right. Just use the meat thermometer. Make sure you're at one sixty five, and you're good. Yeah, but isn't the idea you take it off the heat ten minutes before it's done cooking, and then let it rest, and the cooking continues? You know, you need to reach that temperature before you take it off. Oh, you I need see. To take it off, and yeah, one sixty Fahrenheit, whatever that is in Celsius. All right, I feel well armed to uh, take on this challenge. I Be look brave. forward to reporting next week on this steak. Man, I want picks. Picks? Fuck off. Oh. <laughs> no, I, that, you know what? Alex is right. We need picks. <laughs> or it didn't happen. As, yes. a, as, a, as the kids I, used to I, say, God, even the kids need, don't say that shit. I have, I'm not asking for selfies. I I'm not asking no... for you to see you eating the steak. I'm just asking for a I showed you my wings. Steak. You show me your steak. Yes, on the plate as, with the garnish and the potatoes. Okay, as my... Glass of wine. As my as my hair has gotten longer and longer and thicker and more luxurious, and I can actually run my hand through it and push it all back like a messy mom, oh. like it's mm. fucking luxurious and amazing, I want you to know, I have never taken a picture of that shit and sent that to you. What makes you think I'm going to start with a steak, motherfucker? Because it's less personal. Yeah. But the hair, I can tell you right now, okay, is amazing. It's like Samson-esque. But steak. Then fine, put your hair on a steak. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a garnish, like freaking yeah, cilantro there we go. or some <laughs> shit. Like Italian seasoning. I'll consider. I'll consider a picture depending on how good it looks. We'll see. Okay, that right. uh, works for me. Good night, gentlemen. All right, Alex, thank you for being here. Of course, Jan, thank you for talking. Yum yum yum. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Okay.